98.3 out of PFM. Here we are. We're doing a bit of a remix, so I don't know if it's even the Matt and Adam show anymore. Well, it's got to be. That's what it's called, the Matt and Adam show. It's the uh, the Phantom the Adam. <laughs> Adam, the, Adam, the, Adam Phantom. the Phantom. Adam the Phantom. Yeah, Adam the Phantom. So oh, at the think... moment, it's the M&M show. It's the, the M&M show. Matt and Buzz. I mean, check it out. Yeah, that's it. Are we that's peanut it. M&Ms or are we just normal? We're crispy. Um, Maybe we... Crispy M&Ms, Do you have a preference? I, I like peanut ones, but there's people with peanut allergies out there. I think M&Ms are pretty underrated. Do you know what I was thinking was underrated? Kit Kats. I mean, they're rated. Yeah. But they're a little bit underrated. But I, I get a bit concerned when they want to change... Flavors of Kit Kat. Oh. Kit Kat's a Kit Kat, you know. Got rid of the Polly Waffle. Got rid of the Polly Waffle. It tried to make a comeback, but yeah. the Kit Kat's got to be Kit Kat. Yeah, well, they've got Kit Kat Gold now. Yeah, and they've got one. They have mint ones, and they have that. It's like the Tim Tam, you know. Yeah. The Tim Tam in its original form yeah. is the best. Although a double double coat Tim Tam isn't too bad. Yeah, I know, but you know, <laughs> they make things like orange Tim Tam. And, yeah, that's and, true. You know. Is there any snacks that you miss that you... Polly Waffle. I do yeah. miss the Polly Waffle. There were some 90 snacks that I used to... Uh, do you remember Take 5 bars? Yeah, I remember Take 5 they bars. They were good. Yeah, they were good. And Wagon Wheels used to be way bigger. Yeah, Wagon Wheels are about, a, uh, I reckon, about a two-thirds yeah. of the size of what they were. Maybe as a kid growing up, you when you were little, they looked bigger, but no, they Maybe. definitely <laughs> shrunk. Well, they used to be individually, didn't they? They yeah. used to be an individual snack. Yeah. Now they just come in a biscuit form. Well, I think even Tim Tams, they've dropped one out of the pack, oh. packet. They charge you more, and then they've and dropped one out, one less. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah I Tim Tam so. scam. We, I know, it is a Tim Tam <laughs> scam, like isn't it? Yeah, that's it. That's a traditional Australian, oh. you know, Biscuit. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it should be on our flag. I That's reckon. right, or along with the ice vovo. So we're uh, we're doing a bit of an improv show today, aren't we? We don't know what we don't exactly know what we're going to talk about. We're going to see how we go. Yeah. You wanted to talk about some D and M stuff, some yes. uh, some politics, some tax, some yeah, yep. religious and, uh, stuff, maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll, we'll just we'll, dabble in we'll everything. Dabble. We'll put and, our toe in. And I've also got we've also got Joe Hart from uh, Disabled Surfers Association mm. Mornington Peninsula coming in. So we'll have you, a, do you know him quite well? I or? know Joe very well. Yes, okay. yeah, he's a he's an icon of the uh, Disabled Surfing Association. Okay. So uh, and he'll be in around about nine thirty. Yeah, about nine thirty ish. So yeah, we'll yeah, have so. a good thing, and it's it's our local branch. So yeah. uh, and we're local radio. It's good for you know local community mm. for us to get these guys in and have a chat to us. Mm. Sounds good to me. All right, let's go to a tune. And after this, we'll talk about controversial stuff and whatever. Matt yep. Mars. I was lost in translation, transient love. There you go. Bit of Billy Elish. Elish. She's the most underground mainstream person in the whole world ever. Is she's she? like really underground, but she's also like got the number one song in the country. She's very underground because I must say I haven't really heard it, so it must <laughs> well, be very underground. Yes, well, it's medium-ish. Oh, okay. There well, we she's Elish, so Elish. All right, let's just jump straight into controversy. Let's just jump straight headfirst in. I think so. I think we need to. I think we need to address the Israel Falau Lovely. incident. Okay. I think the easy, the easy deal. Um, you know, I'm all for free speech and. Mm-hmm. And religious freedom to a certain degree, but yep. I, I personally think, you know, you go down his list of whatever it was, eight eight different people that are all going to hell. Yep. Doesn't leave too many left in the country who <laughs> no. shouldn't be offended. No. Well, my thing with, with it is, if you're asked that question directly, 
I think that's a different. If you answer it the way he did, that's different to just him just going out there and just saying it out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, yes. that's just like getting on a soapbox and being like, "By the way, I confess." Yeah, that's it. And and look, you know, the the day he posted that was the day when he became the highest try scorer in rugby in the world. Okay. So it was a day where. Um, We've got a guest coming into the yeah. studio right he, now. He, it was it was a, it was a day when everyone was looking at his tweets because he'd become yeah. pretty much considered one of the greatest rugby players of all time. Yeah. Now, in my opinion, he could have worded it different. Mm. He could have just said, "All you sinners are going to go to hell if you don't repent." There mm. you go. That covers nobody and doesn't offend anybody. Yeah. But he still gets to get his message across. Instead, he. It's a weird message, though. Well, oh, it is a weird uh, message. It's, you know, it's yeah. like those. Um, what is it? The um, the Baptist church to go out and pick at the the dead soldiers in America. Yeah. 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 You know, like everyone's going to hell it's like but why do you care yeah why do you <laughs> why care? do you care if you're all yeah. going to heaven and everyone's going to hell it doesn't matter that's that it. you'll be there and there's more space for you, you yeah can you do that? yeah and and really you know offending various people yeah you know and even i'd, I'd like to see how uncomfortable it is for his wife because she's a member of the uh new zealand uh netball team mm. and i majority of the net the ladies netball team in uh, new zealand are gay Mm. So and she's got to deal with these people like a, at a professional level, yep. and a playing level and a team level. I'm sure they've pressured her. Well, it's also one of those things where because it's written down as well. It's not just something that someone said. There's no tone. There's no context. It's just written down and it's there forever now as well. That's right. That's how come I think this now everyone's more offended by everything because there's no tone in text. Oh, so that's when it. if I if I write to you, oh Mars, get staffed. You you can read that. In a totally different way that I would say it to you. Oh, that wouldn't offend me. No, though, no, no. That I'm wouldn't offend that, me at I'm all. That's very say, mild. I'm doing it PG for the radio. <laughs> but you know what I mean? If I put something on there like, you know, or, you know, all uh, people with beards are weird or something like that, and everyone that's got a beard is like, I'm offended. I've got a beard. Yeah, I'm look, we, we are. Because we, I can't hear how I'm saying it. We have all become too precious. Mm. It's become, you know, there's too much pressure. Pre, you know, everyone's too precious. Yeah. It's an. It's becoming a nanny state. Um, yeah. My concerns now is is if the government comes in and has a religious freedom of speech uh, yeah. law, which they're now talking about. My mm. biggest concern there is what do you do? Are you cherry picking this? You know, if mm. you're a, what gives him the right to say something like that to offend people? Where if a Muslim had said something like that. You know, is he going to be considered a terrorist? Well, it's like the, I don't know if you have you heard of that um, uh, Canadian professor uh, Peterson or something, Michael. Pe- I, I don't know his name. I, I no, the his surfer name. Michael but Peterson. But he, he ref- he's a professor in uh, in Canada, and he refused to call um, transgender people by the pronouns, the the incorrect pronouns, the yes. biological thing. Yeah. And he wasn't doing it because he hated them. He was just doing it because the government said that he had to speak in a certain way. You have to call them this way. Yes. And his yep. protest wasn't to them. It was just to hey, you can't tell me how I have to speak. Yes. Which yeah. I. Kind Kind of a great, but he's very arrogant the way he does it, and he comes across as a bit of a, a bit of a douche. Yeah. But I get like what he's trying to say at the core of it. I kind of agree with as well because yeah. it's like it's it's censoring people. Well, that's it. And look, I don't believe that Israel, you know, should be censored by his beliefs. I have no issue with people's beliefs. We all have different beliefs, and yep. it's you know what's make what makes the world go round. If we're all the same people, it'd be just a really boring society. It would be. Yeah. So I look at that in that sense that. Um, yeah, he's within his rights to have his belief, but he should sit down. Should should have sat down and done a general thing instead of 
you know. Just not said it. And, yeah, not said it. Or you can just, still say it to people yeah, in life. Yeah. You know, oh, by the yeah. way, do this. He's like, well, I don't believe in well, that. We can stand well, up in front of his, his church. But then if yeah. we go to this, you know, if we want to cherry pick, you know, this is this apparently is Israel's third third religion. You know, okay. he was, when he played rugby league and you know, he played for, for the Storm and then went to Brisbane, he was, he was a Mormon. Mm. The Mormon church uh, decided that he didn't need to go on his mission. They'd rather have him play rugby league for Brisbane Broncos because at that stage at 21, he was the highest paid rugby league player in, in the world. Mm. So they, you know, allowed him because it was income yep. to go and do that. Next thing you know, his next religious experience is, is whatever the church is with now and it's a whole different set of beliefs. You yeah. can't cherry pick your beliefs either. I don't know. I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't know. So, you know, and well, and then raising $3 million to, to defend him, yeah. what happened to the... Well, they 20, pulled that down, didn't they? Yeah, no, no, they've gone now onto the, onto the Christian lobby is now doing the fundraising. Okay. But I, you sit there and go, what happened to the $20 million that Israel mm. earned? Mm. Well, you know, why are we paying... Why are people putting money into someone who, you know, someone who is... Well, so uh, well, he's also rich as well. He yeah, can afford to defend himself. Yeah, he can. Yeah, you know, yeah. and we, we've done, we've delved deep into controversy straight up. Three three million dollars for lawyers. Jeez, I'd like to see what lawyer you get for three million dollars. <laughs> Johnny Cochran, they're <laughs> digging him back up. Um, all right, I'm going to go to a quick tune. We've got a guest in the studio, so we'll go to a tune, and then we'll come back and we'll introduce our first guest. Stick around. You're listening to Matt and Mars on Idol PFM. WPFM, you're listening to Matt and Muzz, the M&M show. The, the newly formed M&M show. Newly formed M&M that's show. That's it, yeah, that's but, it. So we've got Leia in the studio. Leia is a friend of the show. She's been on many times, well, she twice. Is. She's yeah. a, one of our go- guiding lights. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the one that just pops in and out when you need me. Yeah. <laughs> and we've also got Joe from a bunch of initials. Yes, we've got Joe Hart <laughs> in here today, a, a, a bit of a local identity from uh, Disabled Surfing Association, Mornington Peninsula Branch. Now, Welcome to the M&M show. Thank you, Matt. Muzz and Leia. <laughs> good to be here. That's it, Joe. It's good to see you, Joe. Oh, it's great to be here. You're such looking... A, you're, such a beautiful day. It is. The peninsula. It yep. is. You're looking very tanned today, Joey. Where you. have you been? You've been, been somewhere warm. Been somewhere very warm. Been up the northern New South Wales coast for a couple of weeks. Oh, and then, that's my part of the town. <laughs> then a family wedding in Kununurra. Which was absolutely Jeez. fantastic. Mm. Is this, I say is, that on the radio? Yeah. Oh, Kananara. Kananara. <laughs> you had me worried there for a moment. <laughs> I, I, I do like that. all of us. We do swear a bit and trying to think, oh, geez, yeah, I hope no, I don't. No, you're right. I hope <laughs> you've got the kill switch. Yeah, 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 it is. No, got there's no kill switch. <laughs> there's no kill switch. Oh, that's no. Good. But that's oh, it. Yeah, so you look well. Is, more nervous. Is this what happens as you get into your retired retirement life joey i think so i think you've got more time to concentrate on those things that make you happy and just enjoy life and mm. still being fitty enough to do the things i like to do it's 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 great and spend time with my wife and the family it's fantastic that's and, good and my mates of course you know not yeah. to mention and muzz and muzz <laughs> on the yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad you know that may be a one-way street joe <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a bass surfboard jumper. He looks I'll very comfortable. I know he is. I did the bit. Yeah. Yeah, I know he is. We'll have I know to take a photo and put it online. Yeah, no, well, he's got a got to sign our... Uh, uh, the waiver. ...memorial out the front oh, there. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah, he's got to surfboard. sign that before he leaves. So, yeah. Joe, you're into talk about uh, disabled surfing. I am. Uh, tell us about it. 
<laughs> okay, Disabled Services Association started probably, I, I haven't got the exact timing, but if I said over 30 years ago by a guy called Gary Blaschke. Yep. Gary had a motorbike accident. And Gary, being a surfer, thought, well, it's going to take a while for me to recover and I can't go surfing on my own. So he said to his mate, so how about you take me surfing? You know, you'll have to help me on the board and help me in the water. Mm. So it started from there. It dev- they then came up with the idea, well, if we can help Gaz go surfing, we can help other surfers that have been injured. Yep. It developed from there into taking people with disability surfing. And over, the th- over those 30 years, there's now 16 branches in Australia and one branch in New Zealand. Wow. And uh, we have four branches in Victoria. We have South Coast down in Warrnambool. Uh, Bass Coast at Inverloch, Mornington Peninsula Branch and Ocean Grove. Mm-hmm. And it gets bigger by the day and yeah, potential to go global. Mm. And it's one of those organisations where we, we, we think we have world's best practice when it comes to managing people in the water. Have you, uh, have you had any kind of close calls? Have you had any almost incidences where the, the weather picked up and you weren't aware of it and something's gone a bit awry? We, we do have close calls. We have to monitor the weather and the surf conditions. Yep. We, we've had, I guess, only one incident we had a, uh, where we had to call off an event. We had a, a whale on the beach down at Shoreham. And even though no shark was, sharks were sighted, there is the potential for sharks to be attracted to the whale oil that leaches out into the water. So we decided to call off that event. And we got advice from uh, um, you know, uh, Kent Stannard, is a local shark guy down here, yep. and various other people on the peninsula with, with knowledge of whales on beaches, and it was decided to call off that event on that day. Okay. So th- that, that's the only close thing that's happened. I think that day was a fairly large swell day too, if I remember rightly, Joe. It, it was a fairly large yeah, swell day. so it was day. probably a good choice for us that day anyway to, to not run it. Mm-hmm. And the original man that got injured, did he recover or was he, was he still disabled? Uh, no, he recovered. Oh, okay. Like, uh, he, I think it was just like a broken leg, broken oh, okay. foot. But and he got his mates to come and help yeah, him? He Jeez, got his he mates to like, come and help him. Sounds like a bit of a pain, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just rest. No, I need to go surfing. I must surf with my have broken you leg. Met, no. Have you met Gary, Matt? No. no. <laughs> well, it's part of the reason I think I got into it because I often thought, it, like, if I can't take myself surfing, yeah. I would, Hopefully rely on my mates, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, relying on most some days, I'm not that certain. <laughs> yeah. I, could, I could surf if you guys gave me a hand. Oh, we oh, could. We certainly yeah. could. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, you could. All of us could. Maybe you should do that. It's like tra- like a training wheels for, like, you know, oh, for we people can do that. Well, surfing experience. You know, that's that's one of my next questions is about volunteering. So we, you know, I'm, I'm actively involved with the, with the uh, Peninsula branch as well. Yep with joe and i've been there i think seven years now and i know joe talked me into coming and to me it's one of the greatest as a lifelong surfer one of the greatest things i do it gives mm. me so much satisfaction yeah you know always leave the beach with a smile you know might be physically and sometimes mentally exhausted but yep. it's it's just such an uplifting experience and uh it's it it's a you know it's a one of the great things of life you know being able to help people out who haven't got the same abilities yep. and access to the beach like you know myself and, and yep. joe and others have and uh you know get people in the water and so many of them are just you know it's just wrapped. it's their day of the year they yeah. just enjoy it so, so much so speaking of day of the year how often does this run is this a yearly event or a monthly or bi-monthly or how often at mornington branch we run two events each year in yep. january and march and ocean grove run i think maybe three events and and bass coast two events yep 
Warrnambool, a fairly new branch. They've been running one event. I imagine that uh, this coming season they'll run two events down uh, Warrnambool. Okay. So uh, we we have to do it during the summer months when the water's warm. And um, you know, if 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 we have too many events during the year, we won't get the volunteers down. So yeah. we we find it best just to focus on those those two dates in in January and March. And as far as um, uh, people that want to get involved, is it purely volunteer-based? Do you get any funding from the government? Um, is there any help um, by donations and stuff? We, 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 have, uh, we have sponsors and, and supporters. Yep. Uh, sponsors may put up a, a cash donation or they may give, give us something. Supporters tend to come in with, with various gifts or things that we can um, uh, auction yep. so we can raise money that way. Mm-hmm. Um, people just donate money or, or services or goods. Yep. On event day, people may donate a, a disabled toilet block. Um, uh, there's also people who will donate beds uh, and hoists okay. and, and even services. Yeah, mm-hmm. Just because... When people come down, people need to get changed in a, in a safe and, and uh, environment. Um, yep. They need to be transported down to the water, and we need professional people to do that. Mm. And you know, people volunteer their services, so it's great. It's good. Yeah. But, but in the water too, we do very much rely on just local volunteers, don't yeah. we, Joe? Like lots Strong and lots of surfers and non-surfers come down and help us every yeah. at every event. And and on a, on that point, people. People think to come down and volunteer, you need to be a surfer. Far from it. Yeah. P- people of all ages can come down and help. People from you know six to ninety years old can come down and volunteer. Yep. We will find something for them to do, even if it's just talking to someone, making someone feel comfortable, or just being on the beach. Because being on the beach with a lot of people and a lot of excitement, mm-hmm. it's fun for people who don't normally get out during the day yeah. or during the week to come down. And and be in an environment with people who are having fun. Yeah. Sunny day on the beach to surf. There's, yeah. there's, we have a barbecue. We have a merchandise store. There's all sorts of things going on. It's a fun day. And typically, what um, uh, what are the numbers you uh, get for volunteers and for participants? And what number is that a number you'd like to see grow, or are you quite content with that? Sometimes can you get a bit overwhelmed by how many uh, people are down there? We we've. Very in numbers, oh, I shouldn't say very, we have consistent numbers of volunteers around you know, 200 to 250 wow. volunteers plus. Mm-hmm. We can average from 100 to 160 surfers. In fact, our busiest day was 160 surfers. Yep. We run nine teams in the water uh, to, to, to cater for those. It, it does get a bit overwhelming. Um, we like the numbers around 100, 120 surfers and two to 300 volunteers, but we, we don't want to turn anyone away. Mm-hmm. If someone turns up and wants to surf, if we got 300 people wanting to come down for surf, we would try and find a way to get everyone in the water. And as far as um, logistics and the differential between uh, disabilities, because obviously someone that's blind um, has a far, they, they might need different to support who someone, like Muzz has told us before that you've had quadriplegics down there and people with quite some serious disabilities. Um, how does it differ between the diff- uh, between the disabilities? Um, it, it, it doesn't. It, okay. it, we manage everyone the same. Although, you know, if, if, if someone's blind, they have different needs to someone yeah, that's with what I mean. cerebral palsy. Yep. But we, we cater for everyone. We haven't turned anyone away for a surf and we would never do that. We will Fantastic. find a way to get someone in the water. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. So if people want to get involved either uh, for donations or they want to become a volunteer themselves or if they're disabled and they want to come down and have 
have a bit of a, a surf. Uh, what's the best way to go about that for, for people that want to get involved? I think the best way would be to, uh, email, which is info, I-N-F-O, D-S-A-M-P at gmail.com. Yep. And just say, we'd like to come down for a surf or we'd like to volunteer. Yep. And we'll give you all the information you need. Well, I think we should check that on our RPP website. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think so Smash too. Right yeah, yeah. I might even come down and volunteer. Come on yeah. down. It's, yeah. it's great fun, as, as Mo said. Yeah, I'd love that. It, uh, volunteers, I think, uh, get sometimes get more out of it than the surfers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not a surfer, but I'd help with anything. You don't need, you to, don't be need to be a surfer. Yeah. That's the big thing. Yeah. You don't need to be a surfer. You said there's food down there, did you? Yeah. 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 Come, yeah. Matt, you're going to come through. I'll yeah, eat yeah, a sausage yeah, and just yeah, sit we'll and watch. Come, yeah. we'll, <laughs> get, we'll get a crew from RPP. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, could also, you could stand behind and cook sausages with yeah. the lovely I, Janine on yeah. a... Uh, oh, if anyone gets stung, I'm, I'll pee on them. That's, that will be my job. Yeah, I'll be the pee that's guy. Moses right. tried that, but we just go, no, I'd rather have the sting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is fair enough. Joe, thanks for coming in. If you want to hang around for the rest of the show, you're more than welcome to stick around. We, this is just, uh, we're, we're flying by the uh, set of our pants here. We are. So, uh, no worries, thanks for coming hang around for a little bit. Sounds good. Sounds All right. Well, uh, you're with uh, Matt Muzz, Leia and Joe. Started on PFM. Time for a bit of JT, Justin Blake. Yeah. Stick around. Eminem. It is Sam Smith there, 98.7, 98.3, RPP FM. Uh, not AM, FM. FM. Ooh, <laughs> they wow. said WD40 on there. Um, so yeah. we are just talking off air about the tennis. Yes, about the controversy. tennis. No, con- controversy? Controversy. Oh, um, controversy. Yes. Nick Curios? Yeah, Nick Curios. It's, it's probably this time it was more Bernard Tomic was the controversy first round. So what did he do? Well, apparently he showed complete lack of interest and in the end uh, the All England Club or whatever Wimbledon is, so yep. excuse me, anyone listening who knows <laughs> it knows those terms better than I do, yep. he was fined $80,000, which was his first round winnings. Fee, yep. Yeah, so... Um, wow. For, and what was he doing? Well, it looked like I reckon I could have gone out and played tennis as well as he did. You know, oh, and just you know like what? he wasn't really playing. Yeah, no. You really? Know, I know I could do better things with my $80,000 than getting fined. Mm, and uh, he was tanking. They're calling yeah, him yeah, tanking. Sandbagging. Tomic the Tank. Tommy, t- yeah, oh, t- I like that. Tomic the Tank. <laughs> his nickname these days. Yeah. And uh, was it, uh, what's his name? Tommy. Uh, uh, what did you say? Nick Curios. Yes. Yeah, started doing some underarm serves as well. Yeah, well, he seems to drop the ball very quickly, literally. Pun intended. Yes, yeah. as a pun intended. He drops the ball. And, he does. He, you know, he has brain farts quite yeah, regularly. He, he does. And I just don't understand if you're that skilled, mm. why waste it? Like, yeah. what, what have we done in, you know, there's there's young guys out there playing tennis, working their butts off to get up the rankings. Yep. And here's these two who are very, very <laughs> able tennis players. Yep. Just chucking it all away like they don't care. Don't know, yeah, like, it's one of those things where, like, even at, uh, well, I was I was too young at the time, but um, John McEnroe, yeah. like when he was in in the midst of his career, people didn't like. It was funny after the fact, wasn't it? Yeah, like no one was like, oh yeah, look at him swearing at everyone. Yes, go you. It was only funny once he retired. Yeah, it became a bit of a uh, a stigma for him. But that that also I think was that era as well as mm. that American college background. They they they've given this self-belief that you know i'm i'm the greatest you know yeah, that sort of thing American. it's a very different different way he was brought up as a tennis player but in hindsight like he he 
you know, he, he takes it now as part of, you yeah, know, his persona. Of, yeah, That's exactly. It. Anger and, management. <laughs> yeah, but we don't look at him as, you know, back in the state, in those days, we'd go, look at this guy, what an idiot. Yeah. But now we sort of look at it that, you know, we've got two idiots representing Australia who, in my opinion, are bigger idiots than John, well, John McEnroe. Yeah, pretty Ma- much. McEnroe and those guys back in those days, they consistently backed it up with great tennis, yeah. day in, day out. Yeah. Curios doesn't. Yeah. He plays good days, bad days. Yeah. And I think that Brad behaviour that he's showing, it, it's obviously drawing in the money and the crowds and the sponsors. Mm. And that's why they keep him on the circuit. Yeah, it's a little bit of uh, like Happy Gilmore, you know, that movie Happy Gilmore. Yeah. It's like he's acting like an idiot, but people watch it because they don't know what he's going to do. Well, look right. at us, we're talking about it. Exactly. You know, so he's getting his, yeah, his sponsors will be, maybe be he, happy. Yeah, maybe he does that on purpose. He knows he's not going to win, so he starts misbehaving because at least he gets... Like you yeah. said, sponsors and... As we say, going back to McEnroe, he, mm. he, he was a brilliant tennis player. He, every game he played, he fought to the end. Yeah. And he was a champion. Yeah. Curious, he just gives up. He just, I don't know, I think he gets his paycheck and he just doesn't care. So I like to always ask people about this, about sports, because uh, footy's changed a lot. Certain sports change a lot with technology and things. Uh, tennis or surfing, I'll do surfing. More so because it's it's changed a little bit with the board technology and things like that. Yeah. Um, but do you think the original surfers that were champions would still be dominant today, or do you think it would be completely different because of the way surfing has surfing changed the style? The yeah, techniques? a lot different. Surfers, surfers have even you know, with the exception of probably Kelly Slater of twenty five years ago, wouldn't even get a look in nowadays. Okay. You know, Kelly yep. Slater is a naturally gifted. Surfer, yeah, Yeah, a freak. You know, he probably, I guess, if he'd grown up in other sports, we would have known him as a as a tennis player or something else because he's just that gifted athlete that has been able to transcend basically three eras of surfing. Mm. But if you go back to your your original guys, you know, your midget Farrellys and your Nate Youngs, I doubt whether they would have got to the would have succeeded. In is, the it the, is it because of the? Is it because the style has just completely Styles changed? changed dramatically? Is and that because of the short, like with the short board change? That is or? that is the major part. It's hard to really draw that line there because the equipment in the sixties and the seventies and the eighties and even into the the nineties is very different to what they ride now. And the style yeah. of surfing, surfing's become more spending time up in the air out of the wave than it is there where surfers in the old days it was about involvement being involved close to the the breaking wave the curl of the yeah. wave that sort of stuff very different styles is it a bit like skateboarding as well where you know you started off as you know you're going yeah. down the hill to yeah. slalom and yeah, now well, they're flying through the air yeah no flying and that's where surfing's gone a little bit too yeah and uh and and as a surfer and i think probably joe will agree with me as a surfer we go surfing to to go surfing like to me it's it's one of the great releases i have but it's um it's it's not about spinning around in the air and and all that but it seems that uh, is that because you can't do it muzz <laughs> no, I've, I've seen him spin about no, really? He has. He has. Oh, He's done quite a few of those. No, I can't. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like not on, not on like purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally in the, in the surf, my head spins around. Yeah. Did you say uh, that? Did you mean to do it, Mars? Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> Occasionally you do something spectacular and you shock yourself when yeah. you actually do a turn and go, oh, gee, I've actually landed that one. Yeah. Doesn't now, happen now often. It by accident. Yeah. yeah so uh, it'd be hard to say, but I think like football, 
all surfers are different you know back back in the 80s most of the world's best surfers you know your tom carrolls and all that were were short stocky low center of gravity guys now it's like asthma's yeah like joe and i you're not that good (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, low center of gravity (laughs) but as as the year has progressed now they're they're more athletic and uh you know it's it's you know some of the guys are quite tall we're back in the in the 80s you know i think uh the two variants of that rule were a guy called simon anderson and mark richards who mm. were two australian guys and they were both over six foot but everyone else like yeah i'm only a little guy same with joe and mm. i'm a little bit taller than tom carroll and he was you know the king of the 80s yeah and same with same with Oki. he was another one short stocky you know the builds, Oki was stocky Oki was stocky yeah, you know so the builds were very different <laughs> yeah and and also they weren't athletes either because you know you'd yeah. go out after a contest and they you'd you'd more well, than likely a... they'd have as many more more mm. jugs of beer than you did that's what i mean the, the, the money wasn't in it it wasn't it wasn't as professional no it was then, a lifestyle so, yeah. yeah it was a yeah. lifestyle yeah. Yeah. you're right man it's a professional sport now yeah now they train or they must train eight hours a day yeah and if they give up their training regime they may as well drop off the circuit. It, it's not just about going surfing anymore. Yeah, it's a professional sport, and they've got to keep themselves in condition. Yeah, and uh, yeah, otherwise they they'll lose their place on the rankings. They'll lose their sponsors. Yeah, unless they trick a curious and just start swearing oh, at people, yeah. and then it's like, whoa, did you see that surfer guy swearing yeah. at everyone? But that that like, wouldn't <laughs> that wouldn't go. That wouldn't last too long. I don't think we really no. have any bad boys in surfing, do we? No, no. I often wish for bad boys though, because you know sometimes <laughs> it might it flush all the. Uh, flush the the whole system out again and we start back as you know used to used to be uh more lifestyle than athletes but now we're going to the olympics joe it's going to change is it going to the olympics yeah it's an olympic sport really yeah and skateboarding Okay, I and, can see that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but break I, dancing, I heard that. Yeah, that's the next one. Not yeah. the well, next a, the, the ones in in Tokyo will have surfing and is, skateboarding. Is break dancing a sport, do you think? I don't know where do you stop? <laughs> I don't know. I always have this debate with people, you know, what is a sport, what isn't a sport because some people say break dancing no. But like is darts a sport? Uh, well, they yeah. have is bowling yeah, a sport? Darts is a sport. Yeah. 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 Well, why not? Why not temp in bowling? It's not an Olympic sport, is it? No, but that's to me. It's not a sport. It's a pastime. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, because I always I always think of it as juggling and golf. I think juggling and golf are equally as hard. But yeah. for some reason, people want to see that little ball go in the hole all the way over there. So that guy gets paid ten million dollars, and the juggler guy, <laughs> he, he doesn't get paid. No, anything. no, no one wants to see juggling. Yeah, it's, it's like a, hacky sack or something. It's like that's really hard. No one wants is, to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. In some European and and uh, you know Latin countries, they do stand around and watch people play hacky sack. I call it unhappy sack when no one's watching it because it's just sad. It is a little sad. But I don't know. Break dancing. I, I don't know. I don't think they want hippies mm. playing. Hippies, a lot of hippies play. I don't think they, they want hippies at the Olympics. No. A lot I mean, of happy sacking around Byron yeah. these days. Oh. I mean, what will be and next? Fire twirling. That could be the I next thing. I love going twirling. to see the fire twirling at, at, at Bangalore. Yeah, but is it a sport? Oh, well. I don't, I don't think that's a That is a true. Yo yo? Could you have yo yo? Want to you have could, yo-yo? But that's a true pastime. But I, I, when it comes back to dancing, why just break dancing? Why not, you know, like ballroom? They ballroom. Had ballroom they, well, they, had, they did have ballroom dancing in the um, Commonwealth Games a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, uh, you yeah, know, that's, not, that's know. not a sport. But break dancing, you do a lot of backflips and. All I, sorts I think of a stuff. sport. I it can't that, be. Um, you know, what's the word? You know, like you know, who's the best actor? It's all. 
it's all part of your perspective of who subjective. you think is the best. Subjective, yeah. that's the word subjective. I was thinking about. Subjective. So dancing is subjective. Yeah. You know, if you do a flip and you're in gymnastics and you land it perfectly, well, you did a good job. Yeah, yeah. But if you did a little twirl and it's like, well, I didn't like the twirl as much. You might love it. I hate it. Subjective. It is subjective, yeah. Know. But that's like surfing. It's subjective too. That's it. Yeah. The last thing I want to see is Olympic sports with signs going up. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go to the news right now. And after this, we'll talk about more controversial subjects. Eminem. <laughs> Matt Mars, 98.7. 98.7, Audible PFM, Eminem, Matt Mars, with Leia. And Joe. And Joe. <laughs> yep. I'm not saying Joe. Yeah, I, know. No, I know Joe's a blowing, so, but he's uh, part of the panel got today. Some, we've got some terrible news for everyone out there. Mars, you want to break the news to everyone? Bourbon. <laughs> Bourbon. 450,000 barrels up in flames <laughs> in Kentucky. Ooh. That is just the saddest thing I've ever heard. It is pretty sad, but the 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 thing is, it was only one percent of Jim Beam's bourbon stocks, which is quite a surprise. Does that mean there's going to be a price hike? Do you reckon? Is it like is it like the fuel? No, I think it, the way it was burning, <laughs> it was burning like yeah, fuel. Burning so like fuel. It took took a I lot. Feel like, I feel like alcohol is a little bit like petrol. It kind of goes up and down. Do you notice that or not? Uh, well, in price-wise, yeah. I think that it's, it just depends on how much tax we have to pay on yeah. it here. So you don't think it'll affect the sales or distribution? I think the prices will go up a bit. 450,000 barrels. And how much in a barrel? Oh, gee, are they 44 gallons? I don't know. They, I don't know. I haven't even looked at how big a barrel. Yeah, I, might have to look, I might have to do some Googling. I know that. they're oak. I know their barrels are oak. Yeah, because I didn't know that the bourbon and all all brown alcohol is actually clear until yeah. they put them in the barrels and put it in that. It's the oak that gives it. At oak, it's the oak and gives it the the, the, the flavour. Well, they actually sometimes on some of them get. I don't I don't know, but they burn the inside of the barrels mm. to give it that smoky flavour. Yeah, no, they do. Yeah, yeah. And there's an art in itself making those barrels. That is, yeah. is there is yeah. a big art making barrels. Have you heard the theory that uh, bread became um, there was beer before bread? Have you heard that theory? It wouldn't surprise me. I was watching a show about ye old days, and uh, they reckon that they accidentally discovered uh, bread by trying to make beer, and someone like left the yeast out overnight by accident, and, made, and they was like, "Well, what's this?" And then they tried to eat it, and they're like, "Oh, we can eat that." Eh, why not? So why they reckon not? that well, they that's actually how Vegemite came along too. <laughs> yes. And and everyone in the world loves it. No, just us. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're just brought you, up. You've been way. to America a fair bit. Have a you lot, given? Have yes. you have you vegemited people? I have vegemited people, and it's funny that uh, I do have uh, one of my wife's relatives, Steffi, who loves it. Okay, and she's then, American. She is American. She yep. lives in Portland, in Oregon, and and it's her request. I've had friends go and stay with her, and the rent is a jar of vegemite. Really? So that's it. Yeah, no. she loves it. She's one of the very few. Did you give it to her the, properly though? Like you didn't, you didn't do the joke thing where you put just tons of it on no, and go. Americans go to town. do that naturally because they think like you know peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. It's got to be an inch thick. No, yeah. no. She she was given the <laughs> message beforehand. You don't just scrape it. You just scrape it yeah. so it tastes. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm guessing she's more savoury than sweet. That's yeah. How she she is. Yeah. Oh, she is a sweet girl. So. I feel and like if I never Jay, had, he's he's Jay's. Jay likes it too, which is quite yeah. unusual. Well, I think if you have it the right way. That's I right. I love you know. Vegemite. I'm a Vegemite girl. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have too much. No, though. that's what I mean, because you've got to have it the right way. If yeah, you, if you, yeah. if, if I gave you a spoonful of it, Ugh. you'd be like, oh, I'm not touching that again. I, I actually use it a fair bit in cooking and put oh, a spoonful. Yeah, put a, put a spoonful in, in spag bog and it's spag better bog. than putting the beef. Beef stock, stock in cube it. in it. I know it's a, may not be right if you're a vego, but it's but it, you could do it if you want that flavour. Yeah. It's a it's not it's a 
vegetarian. Speaking of vegos, so the, apparently there's uh, there's vegan uproar. Oh, what? what because about some this vegans time? are eating uh, oysters. Oysters, Ooh. and then the other can eat oysters, can they? Yeah, no. Oysters, I'm sorry, maybe it's vegetarians. Maybe it's vegetarians. Not vegans. Vegans. Yeah. vegans. They're totally different. They're different, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, yeah. They one's like a lifestyle, and one's a choice. Is that right? Vegans yeah. more like a, a life, a way of life. Yeah, we just have to be careful vegans. where we step well, here. Well, well, vegans don't have um, eggs or cheese or anything from anything an animal. from an animal. Yeah. Whereas vegetarians can. Some vegetarians eat fish. I ate a bit of fish. Yeah. No? Would you? Had you have oysters? Uh, Would you have oysters? Yeah, I've had oysters. Yeah, yeah. But but I I, I mean they're alive. I, I've been a vegetarian since a, a kid, like a child, young. Uh, yeah. But I just didn't like meat. I feel like so, sometimes I go a little bit too far. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's right. So, no, it was vegans. Yeah. Mm. Well, vegans some, eating oysters. But some vegans think it's okay to consume them. See, I don't know, because, I mean, well, I mean, a capsicum is a living thing, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, I guess Like, plants is, are yes. living. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I, 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 I would think there should be nothing wrong with that if they've gone to the rocks, got them off the rocks themselves. Yeah, and yeah but isn't done it all a choice? It's not a, you know? it's not a, it's not a, you know... It's a choice to be a vegan or a vegetarian or that. It's not a But it is a crustacean, so it is an actual animal. So I think that's a bit of a a cop-out if you're a vegan and you're eating oysters. What if you have oysters Kilpatrick and you're a vegan? Is that all right? Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You could use... that uh, what if, that bacon that whatever that's facon. Oh, you could have bacon. you could have facon. Oh, I think I, I like facon. I don't like any substitutes. No, <laughs> just go just go straight for the plant. I've never no, just yeah, straight for the plant. Yeah. What? Not a not dog? You wouldn't have a not dog? No. Not dog. And, and vegetarian dog. Yeah. sausage. That's not a hot dog. That's a not dog. Please explain, mate. Well, that's a it's a hot dog made out of nuts. So it's called a not dog. Oh, a nut dog. No, it's called a not dog. Like it's not a hot dog. No, no, it's just because it's not a hot dog. Yeah, so it's it's a not dog. Not dog. They call them. I kind of like the name of that actually. Not dog. Is that Australian or is it American? Oh, I think it's just a. I don't know. It might be a sanitarium product. Maybe I don't know. It's an American product. Yeah. yeah, I feel I feel like it's a little bit of a like if you don't want to eat meat, then you shouldn't be eating the that's things right, that's that's why it, I that think. are like almost. Yeah, why, why and that have nut meat's awful? Yeah, some, why have bacon and a hot, and a nut dog bacon, when I love bacon. when you can just <laughs> have there's, bacon and yeah, a hot bacon, dog? Bacon. There's there's vegetarian cheaters out there as well. I, I knew a girl that was yeah. a vegetarian, and she used to want her tofu cooked in the same pan as her boyfriend just cooked the steaks in. So all the steak juice got on her tofu. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? She's yeah. like, I like the flavour. I'm like, just <laughs> eat meat then. <laughs> that's like, right. honestly, that's, like, that's cheating. That's cheating. <laughs> yeah, either yeah, that's either cheating. you're in or you're out. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Um, all right, I want to get to another tune. After this, most, do you want to do a bit of a surf report for us? Yep, we would that come be, back to that, that be, surf would that be good? Yep, good. that would be. Uh, you're listening to Adobe PFM. This is Matt and Mars, Eminem. Bit of Eminem. This isn't Eminem, but the show's Eminem. You know what I mean. I'm going on during the summer. The station sponsor. There you go. A bit of uh, bass. The boards were class. They that are so great. That guy is so annoying. It, it is a bit <laughs> annoying, isn't it? <laughs> the bass. The boards were class. Uh, that's it, yes. Um, time for a bit of a surf report. You ready, Moz? Absolutely. Let's open up our thing. Let's go. What have we got? We've got Hawaii 5.0 this time. Are you excited? Very nice. So was, was that was that a song before the show, or was that a show for the show? Uh, was that, that was a song for the, the show. song for the show. That song was the, the theme show. song of Hawaii, Hawaii Five-O, which 
is not the new rubbish version that they've remade. It was the original. Tom Selleck one? No, 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 no. no. That was Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I., so They've sorry. even remade that thing, and that's really? rubbish too. Yeah. So there we go. I didn't mind Magnum P.I. The original one was show. good, but not the with new Tom's, one. Uh, yeah. Magnum with Tom Selleck. Yeah, Tom was fine, you know. And, you yeah. Know. It was very realistic uh, clothing and attire and uh, and uh, car for a P.I. And, as well. And a moustache too. Yeah, because if you want to be incognito, drive around and really... Do you... Do you drive a red Ferrari? I do not. Mate? No, oh, I do okay. not. Okay. I, but I do wear, wear Hawaiian shirts almost daily. Oh, and my stash is coming in. I've been growing a, it in for four years. What and you a Panama hat too. Do you yeah. bust out the oh, Panama? Always, always. As you should do. <laughs> so, uh, Surf Report, what have we got? What, what's going on? All right. Well, now that I'm back on the radio on Friday, yes, the surf has got good again. The last couple of weeks, it hasn't been so good. We've had a big swell this week, but... Uh, Big high sitting over us now, so the next three days, including today, we should have decent, very clean, uh, small reef breaks into the beach breaks. So between tomorrow, between Gunnamatta and Portsea, should be excellent yep. in around about that one metre to one and a half metres. Uh, the next day, probably a bit further up the end of the peninsula at uh, the Portsea end, because the wind will pick up a bit on Sunday, but it will be offshore. Uh, today there's a bit of the remnant swell left over so uh, you know you'll get some solid waves on the beach breaks and there'll be smaller waves in the Flinders area and later next week probably about Thursday next week we should get us another increase in the swell with the wind going back to the northwest and uh, reasonable conditions so typical of winter yep. variety of waves and a whole week of waves in front of us except for wednesday i think it's it will be onshore and small on wednesday next week so a couple of weeks ago I called you the jane bunn of uh of surf reports yes. you're, you, you're slash meteorologist yes uh can you like see weather patterns from other places around and tell what's going to happen you can you can joe can you do that I, I can. <laughs> no, I, I can. I just get on the internet. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of these surf prediction, I call them companies, they can, they can predict up to 16 days out mm. by looking at the weather patterns. Yep. So all we get do now in the morning, get up, look at the surf report. You can sort of almost plan your week surfing around a, okay. the surf reports off the internet. and. Yep. And many do now, many don't do. they, Joe? Because on those midweek days where we used to surf by ourselves, guys are taking days off work now they're planning it a week out and going oh, i'm in between jobs i'll take that day off mm -hmm. and you get down there on a wednesday and it's as chockers as a sunday pretty uh savvy savvy surfers you got down there it's not unusual to roll up on a day when the surf's not that great because the surf reporter said it's going to be fantastic so everyone rolls up thinking there's going to be great waves and so you've got a a crap day, and you've yeah. got crowds. <laughs> that's it. It's a mega crap day, but you know, <laughs> which makes it even worse. Yeah. That's it. The, the, but the days now are pretty much gone of getting uncrowded days with the new swell, because the swell predictors and the weather, and you know, with with you know, just the bureaus reporting, you can look pretty much the bottom of Africa and see the big wave nodes down off the bottom of of Africa heading our way, knowing that there will be a ground swell in. You know, in three or, so. or four days' yeah. time, you know, and the direction, there's all that. That was not available years ago. Mm. But I can guarantee you if you ask three quarters of the sur the surfers out there now about what was going on, they, they wouldn't know where we grew up without that. So we had yeah. a fair inkling, you know, we'd looked at a weather map and go, oh, look at that, it's going to be a big low, there'll be waves. Have, so, you, um, have you noticed any changes with global warming? To the surf or to the shore or to anything? or oh, we've, we've, we've lost a few surf spots 
even just on the peninsula yeah over the years and a few have changed haven't they joe they have but i don't i don't think we've seen the impact on this coast from global warming yet yeah i mean it probably will happen as Mo said we've lost some surf breaks we lost first reef yeah which is down at point leo but they built a housing estate and it affected the flow over the creek the creek okay. pushed all the sand out formed the surf break the creek doesn't flow these okay. days yeah so that was kind of almost man-made, man-made. And, and it was it was a uh you know it was an iconic surf spot you know first and second reef at point leo like you know we grew up surfing it yeah. and it was it was a go-to surf spot it doesn't exist now well, that's terrible yeah and it's yeah the housing estate yeah the creek that used to flow down there doesn't flow and the sand doesn't build up on the reef and the oh. seaweed doesn't form so it's you mm-hmm. know it's actually waves inside you know port phillip bay they've always been there but with sand movement you can actually get a wave inside Port Villa Bay, which years ago you couldn't yeah. because of the sand that's moved around from yeah. Port Sea and all those other beaches. Yeah, like yeah. you can actually get a surf at Shelley Beach inside just near Port Sea Beach quite regularly nowadays. Wow. Yeah, that never was there, was well, it? And, and speaking Is that of good Port or bad? <laughs> oh, well, speaking of Port Sea Beach, I mean, people complain that Port Sea Beach is, is gone. It, it, and my old joke, it hasn't gone. It's just now in Rosebud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's relocated. It's, relocated. it's gentrified. <laughs> that's what's happened. Yeah, that's no right. Good. Hey, uh, we're going to go to another track now. Um, after this, what do you want to talk about next? I don't know. We can talk about anything. Balloons? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> hot air balloons. Ooh. Or just hot air, which is what we're talking right now. Time for a bit of Layla. Layla. I was going to say Layla. Eric Clapton. Stick around. You'll listen to RWFM. Clapton, it's a long song. It is a long song. It goes song. for 45 minutes. I, whenever I hear that, I just think of uh, Goodfellas. Is that 45 minutes or four to five minutes? Four, four, <laughs> what, the, the thing that you said. Four to five minutes. <laughs> I thought four to five. Yeah, yeah, or four, four to five, five minutes. So the next four song is four or five seconds, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Oh, by Rihanna go. and, and, and uh, what's his name? From the Beatles. Paul McCartney. Paul I forgot, McCart- McCart- I oh, forgot yeah. Paul McCartney's name. I can't like him. Uh, so we're talking about uh, Trump. Yes. As people do. Yes. Off air. Well, it is It is 4th of July in America right as we speak it still. Is as we speak. We do, yes. I know so what he wanted year. to have, I'm a bit out of the Trump circle because I don't he pay attention to, to him. Have a 4th of July parade, much like the Russians. Or a military parade. Military parade. Really? With tanks and yeah. missiles With and all that. Goose stepping? No goose stepping. Oh, I think they they'll have you know the the, the black step? and white um, dress uniform of the Marines okay. throwing their and rifles he sits there around and, and, does and the he wave. waves his hand and goes, oh. "Look at this! Look at America! How great we are!" Really? Yeah, towing the missiles around and I mean, and I all think that. I think everyone knows that they've got a lot of. They don't yeah, really they brag, do. Do they? They, it's like tooting your own horn. But, <laughs> that's but what Trump does. Donald does want to brag. You know, he yeah. he's probably feeling. You know, a little bit wanting because Putin gets to stand up there with all the big mm. tanks and all the marching things, and Xinjiang yeah. and, all, and all those guys get to do the same. And mm. even his little mate from North Korea gets to stand in front of a whole bunch of <laughs> bunch of missiles yeah. and tanks. And everyone else gets stepping. to do it. Yeah, can I can do it? I? So, so uh, now I want everyone's opinion on why you guys think Trump did win. Uh, there's many different opinions on this. I'll say that I'd have got to Muzz because Muzz is like the the peninsula 
expert on politics American guru. politics. Yeah. Been, well, he's the only he's one I know. So. Australian correspondent. Australian oh, correspondent, the Peninsula correspondent. Let's, don't know. So, I'm, I'm married to an American. That's the only... That's it. That's uh, spent a bit of time in the States. So I most. have. I have. Joe, why does so what, what's your Donald? theory? What's your well, theory? my theory is you know, again, you know, I don't want to sort of generalize, but a lot of the the middle America and uh, the Bible Belt that did vote for Donald are very naive. They will still openly tell you when you're there that they live in the greatest country on earth, mm. and you quiz them about where have you been, and they haven't even left their country, let alone a lot of them haven't even left their state. So they have a very different view well, of the world that we do. Well, it's not only not only leaving their country, but they're very insular. They don't even really know a lot about no. even, even Canada that's no, connected to them. That's they don't right. know anything. They, yeah. they can't, a lot of them can't even pick out America on a well, map. Which a, lot is of them, a lot of them even think, you know, Central America, which, you know, is, you know, Guatemala and those things, they think that's Oklahoma. Yeah. So but do you find do you find that, it, uh, depending on where you are in America, it's, com- it's completely Abs- different points of view? Absolutely. Because it seems like the Central America is completely different to the coast. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, and well, even down south is completely different. Yeah. The, the west coast of America, like the, the states, California, Oregon and Washington, mm. are very... You know, for American, they're very left-wing, very yeah. liberal. They're they're very different, and and yeah. I think you'll find that uh, Donald's vote was quite low in those areas. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, there's certain pockets there. I've got a friend who's uh, who lives in in a farmer in Oregon, and I've spent some time with him and been out with those guys, and they were very pro-Trump. Yeah. Those those farmers were making lots of money, so they all attributed it to him. Yeah, you know, helping them. Do you do think it. it's a thing where they agreed with some of his points and just went, ah, oh, okay, well, we'll just go with that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Because I mean, uh, he is he does have a certain way of talking that's very. Uh, I mean, it's it's a little bit like even though Hitler's a really bad person, he was impressive. <laughs> he was impressive in what he well, actually in, in you know, his motivation. In some ways, he's impressive. Yeah. Um, I feel like sometimes I think it's yeah, like you said, it's he speaks very simply. Yes. Uh, and it's like, well, I can understand what he's saying. The people that aren't into politics and don't un- understand the fancy words, they go, well, I understand what he's saying. And also, I know him because he was on the TV. That's right. Well, they do know. That's how they look at it. And also, yeah. the make America great again. America has this mm. perception around the world that it's it's great, mm. you know. And, you know, it's... it's and, and that was what he... Them. Yeah. And yep. that's the way he looked at it. And that's what he addressed. And really, a lot of the people who did vote for him are probably a lot worse off or no better off than they were before he was voted for. Mm. But then in the end, how it goes is... You know, America, the world's greatest democracy. They sell that story to us, and it's voting is not compulsory. And I think only about twenty eight percent of the population yeah. actually vote. Yeah, which is kind of weird. That is, it they is. Should make oh. it, they should make it more compulsory. Well, you know, imagine in, in Australia if it wasn't, if voting wasn't compulsory, we'd mm. be lucky if we get probably ten percent turn. I know. Out. I only just started voting myself. <laughs> I did just watch <laughs> out. So I shouldn't be one to speak, but no. I think when when it's a country like Australia, we do obviously affect uh, world stuff to a small scale, but not like America. America is central to world politics. Well, you that's know? it, and it is the world's biggest economy yeah, still. And they and they 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 bully countries as well if they don't like yeah. someone. It's like, well, we're going to come after you, and what are you going to do if you're a small country? That's you can't right. really do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think the the president of the United States, whoever that person is. Uh, it affects more than just the country that 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 he's representing. I, I do sure. I do think you know I I find things uh, you know that, that you, they can't indict him because he's the president of 
America. Mm. If he's broken the law, why should he have better privileges than the rest of us? Mm. You know, it's kind of like, you know, we come back here and our bankers, why, if we rob a bank, we go to jail, but it's okay for the bankers to rob us. Yeah. You know, there needs to be a turnaround there. He has done some things there. He is, you just see by his actions, he's a bully. Mm. You know, like by his speak, he's a bully. Oh, even even his you know? past business deals, yeah, not paying exactly. his staff and not paying the That's workers right. to build a what is it, the yeah. Trump marriage or whatever yeah, in Atlantic exactly. City. He didn't pay half the staff. No, that's right. So he's, he's yeah, dealings, he's, dealings with Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tax evasion and well, you know, we still haven't seen his tax tax. No. You know, because I don't even think he's a billionaire either. That's another thing. He's well, like, he, I'm a billionaire. It's like I don't think you are. You know, it's the thing that because no one's seen his paperwork, I think he he, he likes yeah. to trump his own horn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't believe anything that comes out no, of his mouth. Exactly. It's, so it's all, and yet, and yet he's the president. Bizarre. That's America. It's, a, That's it's America. It's, it's quite the coup. <laughs> it is. It's I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm Bernie. I like Bernie. Feel the burn. Yeah. Go back twenty years and look at some of those movies where they had. Yeah, the, the the president of America was a showman, yeah. nothing more, and a TV personality. Yeah. It's all come true. Yeah, it has, it has. I know when he became president. I, you know, Back to the Future Two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When Biff becomes the well, that, yeah, yeah, it's like you just voted That's Biff it. in. Well, <laughs> I, I I just find though with the future of American politics, you know, like the the two front runners for the Democrats are both over seventy. You know, it worries me that where's the youth? You know, it's where's where's the the new thinking? Like yep. Bernie, Bernie, in my opinion, is you know he's very left wing and almost a you. He's a socialist by American standards, which is is so far from a socialist. It's it's not funny, but mm. he is more progressive. He wants to bring in things that would help Americans yeah. more so. But you know, for some unknown reason, Americans think that Donald will do a better job at it. Yeah. And I can't believe it, you know. And even I think Bernie's going to struggle to end up being... Well, it was one of those things where in the election, wasn't it? It was a bit like a, a what do you call it, like a Jenkin match yeah. where it was rock, paper, scissors. So yeah. Bernie could beat Trump, yeah. but he couldn't beat uh, Hillary. Hillary, And yes. Hillary could beat yeah. uh, Bernie, but she couldn't yeah. beat Trump. And, and Yeah, so they kind of picked the wrong person to, to beat Trump in that yeah. particular... I, I do think, yeah, this is my opinion, I do think America's trying to look at the... Uh, they want to have a um, their own version of a royal family because you look at, uh, you know, the Bushes, you know, they've had... Two have been presidents, and the third one had a crack at being president. Mm. You know, the Clintons. Yeah. Two of those, you know, one was a president, and, uh, the other the, one uh, tried to. And the uh, Kennedys. Yeah, and the Kennedys <laughs> too, but unfortunately, fate didn't deal them no. the right card, you know. And and now we look at Donald, you know, he's he's got uh, his daughter sitting on the G20 oh. uh, uh, thing next to him, and you sit there and go, is, is he planning on her being... The president somewhere oh, down there. And their the relationship's creepy as well. Oh, he's creepy. Oh. She's she kind of looks... He's like, oh, she wasn't my daughter. It's like, oh, but she is. Yeah, she is. And you just see, <laughs> I saw footage of her standing there at the G20 and she did look like Barbie. Yeah. And she <laughs> seemed like she, you know, again, don't get me wrong. She she might be highly intelligent. That I, I, I don't know, but she did look like Barbie. She looked so yeah. out of place with Angela Merkel and... Uh, <laughs> the Merck. Oh, that's yeah. right. But where's the political experience in those people? There is isn't any. No, that's it. There it's isn't. all show. Yeah, it's yeah. all show. It's all show. 
Well, Trump did have a reality TV show for a lot of time, so that qualifies him to be the president of the free world. <laughs> it does these days, I think. It's well, crazy, you know, isn't it? So, so what do you think then? Do you reckon Tom Gleeson's going to stand for Prime Minister of Australia somewhere down know. the track? Did you like that or did you not? I, say, oh, I, I loved I, I was it. Bit, I liked it as well, but I I, apparently the room was quite divided at the time. I, I thought understand. it was good. We should put up Muzz for President of Australia. I, I reckon. E Vote for Muzz. E for Muzz in the politics. He yeah. goes. The e surfing president. E yeah. Prime Minister, I should say. He goes. No, yeah. no, I'd want to be president. Yeah. And I'd want to have tanks and missiles. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to burn 1% of the bourbon every month. No, what are you doing, Muzz? <laughs> All right, let's get another tune. Uh, after this, we'll be back. We'll pretty much wrap up the show and just place music to get to the end. Uh, stick around. You're on uh, 98.7. Bit of Carlos Santana. Santana. Yes. Carlos, another new singer. Hey, Carlos. Yeah, he's brand new. Uh, it's a new, brand new singer, a brand new record. Uh, I don't think either is true. No. <laughs> it's old and he's old. No, he's like, yeah, Carlos is, but he's still playing. He's, he's still, still, he's still rocking out. I, yeah, he he never gets mentioned on the list of like greatest guitarists of all time. Like, oh, it's always I think like if you Eric. looked, if you did go into it, you'd probably find he was in there. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. But think. he should be up higher. Well, It's yeah, always just Eric Clapton and um, what's his name? Yeah. Jimmy, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And then it's everyone else. Yeah, well, you know, if you look at the top, you know, Jimi Hendrix would be number one every time. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He should be. Yeah, I know. He did change he the should guitar. Be. It's not my favourite style, though. No, 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 I know. It's not everyone's <laughs> favourite style, but he, he did reinvent the guitar. Yeah. Yeah, because he played it upside down and backwards and left-handed. Yeah, so. you know, Bo, Bo, Did, Bo Diddley is one of my favourites and his guitar playing was very simplistic, but mm. he created a sound which is still used now. So mm. you know. Well, it's a little bit like food. If you cook a pasta perfectly, it's simple, but it's delicious. That's right. It's a bit like music. If you do something simple, but it sounds great, it's still good. It's timeless. Right. It is. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Muzz. No worries, Matt. Again, I don't pleasure. know what's happening. I don't know if we're doing this again next week. I don't know. Muzz is going to get his own show if you're out there listening and you're, you like Muzz more than me, which eh, no, let's no, just no, face no, it, no, most no, people no. do. It's not a, it's not, I, my ego's not that big. <laughs> but there's a potential Muzz show in the works. There's a potential. I'm not going to say it does happen yet, but cogs, there's a potential. Cogs are moving. The cogs are moving. and you Chess know, pieces are uh, getting in place. My idea of music, which, yep. you know, is different. Yep. Uh, to most, so I'm not sure whether it would be what time frame it would run on because... We'll see. Yeah, that's right. Just do graveyards. Graveyards would be night. great. Yeah, yeah graveyards. graveyards. From 12 till 6 12 every to night. 6, every could single do night. That. Yeah, could do that. Easy yeah. done. You'd be a very sleepy surfboard salesman after that. Never. Never. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, like we said, we don't know exactly what's happening. We're, we might be back next week. We don't know... We'll just, You'll we'll, be back. We'll, we'll see what, yeah, we'll we'll be see back. what's happening. Thanks, um, thanks to Joe. Joe yeah, Hart Joe. from DSAMP. Thanks, Leia, for coming in and as Leia well. helping. Thanks for wearing pants, Muzz, as well. I've got shorts on. Ah, okay. Sorry. Shorts, I but I have got shoes on, runners on today, which is unusual. I appreciate that. That's okay. Um, and yeah, that's it. Stick around for Jackie Mitchell on After Us. And um, yeah, if you listen to our Double PFM, hope you enjoyed. Bye.